0: Welcome to Simply Holy, a Holy. podcast for Catholics who want to grow in holiness and joy by living a simple, everyday spirituality. I'm Marge Steinhag-Fenlon, and I'm so excited to have with me Leslie Wall, a woman I have long admired and now actually have the great, great pleasure to talk to with you, that's the best part, so that you can learn about all the wonderful things she does. Let me tell you about Leslie Leslie Wall is an award-winning Catholic author of Adventurous Teen Mysteries. They are awesome, my friends. Leslie not only writes for teens, but she also has become a reviewer of Catholic teen fiction. That's important. We're going to talk about that later. And is one of the founding members of CatholicTeenBooks.com. We'll come back to that as well. Leslie's journey to become an author came through a search for value-based fiction for her own children. She now strives to be an advocate for other families who are battling against society's secular messages through her writing and by offering book suggestions that reflect Christian values. Holy cow, that's amazing, and I cannot wait to delve into our questions. So welcome, Leslie. Oh,
1: thank you so much for having me. This is such a joy to chat with you.
0: Well, I, you know, I think that I want to say that the pleasure is all mine because I think this is super exciting. Having having homeschooled our kids and remembering trying so hard to find good literature that captured their attention was really tough. So I'm I'm excited to find out more about. About Catholic teen books, about Catholic fiction in general, and and so first, tell me how did the idea for CatholicTeenBooks.com come
1: about? Where does this come from? Sure, that's one of my favorite topics to talk about. <laughs> so it um, as you mentioned, I uh, my writing career for myself began when I was searching for books for my kids and I was having, they were great readers at a young age. And so they wanted like more teen books and it was so hard to find anything decent and especially ones that would reflect, reflect our values. And I just kept searching and searching and wondering why these books weren't written. And then the idea for my first book, the perfect blind side just kind of came to me at that time. It was one of those God things. And, um, and I wasn't, it took a couple of years to get published and so forth through Pauline Books and Media. But once it was published, then I started finding out about other Catholic novels for teens. I didn't even know until that point that there really was such a thing. But um, my publicist told me about a Facebook group called Books for Catholic Teens. And um, through there, I met several other authors that were writing teen books, and it was so great to have this collaboration. And I loved their books so much, so really wanted to share all our books with people. So I started, uh, created a presentation for homeschool groups uh, to share about all the different um, Catholic books I'd found and a, one, a group in Wichita, Kansas, I live in Colorado, but a group in Kansas asked me to come. And I knew one of the authors I met on the Facebook page, Susan Peak, was from Kansas. So I invited her to join me. Now, Susan writes these amazing stories about the real lives of saints. She like, has these fascinating, adventurous stories with the saints' lives. They're super cool. So we were at this event and telling all about uh, all these Great books and a mom at this event uh, said well it would be really cool if there was one place where we could find all the books and so we loved that idea and after the event we went back home and reached out to a few other authors and within a few days we actually had our website up.
0: <laughs> wow wow <laughs> no kidding that's a god thing that's that is so so who who
1: else is involved in Catholicteenbooks.com. Yeah, uh, it started with um, a smaller group. So it's uh, A.J. Catapan, Teresa Linden, Carolyn Astfalk, Carmela Martino, Cynthia Tony, and Susan and I. And now we're up to 16 authors. Um, Amanda Lauer, who I know has been on your show, T.M. Gowett, uh, Corinna Turner, Ellen Gable, Tony Kolink, Katie Hooth jones Andrea Rogers, Stephanie Engelman, and we have our newest member. We just had join us, Marie Kaiser. And, but it's great because, um, well, we vet all the books and each author to make sure they're a good fit before they join us. And um, And now we have so many books in all these different genres, from mysteries, like I like to write, historic fiction, romances, dystopian, contemporary, books about saints. And the books range um, from like middle grade all the way up to college age students. So we have a great variety for families to choose from. Wow, what
0: a lineup! I know most of those people. In fact, I think I know all of them. and I know these are these are great people in person, and their writing is fantastic. So what a collection, folks! CatholicTeenBooks.com, and I will. Review that again before we close the broadcast because I think it's very important you go there and check it out. Now, tell us about, so you've got this amazing collection of authors with their amazing work. So what is what is Catholic Teen Books' mission? What do you see? Where do you see this going?
1: Yeah, well, our mission is really to be a resource for families and, and to let them know that there are these books out there, because um, it really is hard to find, as you mentioned, and as I was trying to do as a parent. And the part of the problem is Catholic bookstores kind of shy away from fiction books, especially um, teen fiction. And Christian bookstores don't really want to carry Catholic fiction. So then it the, leaves people searching online, and it's super hard to find. So we thought if we can all – collaborate together, we can help each other market and um, spread the word about these books to a larger audience. Um, So that's been really good. And the books all have stories that, and we try, they're not preachy and they're not saccharine sweet, like some people might worry about with Christian stories, Uh, but they're stories about teens with good morals and values that match uh, our Catholic faith
0: fantastic. And you know, you brought up a really good point that the, the, the dilemma of the Catholic bookstores not wanting to carry Catholic teen fiction and then and then the, the the opposite with the Christian bookstores not being quite so interested in the the Catholic teen fiction books. What you've mm-hmm. done here, I think, is is to find a workaround, and we're so familiar with that that word now with all of the technology. To find a workaround, and and to, you know, here it all is, folks. It's right here. I like I said before. I, I really wish I would have you would have been doing this when I was <laughs> homeschooling our kids. It would have been fantastic. But but for all you know, and it just homeschooling happens to be my background. But I think. And, and I'm sure you'll agree with me. This is parents who are homeschooling or not. Doesn't matter. We need, we need. Now I'm taking your 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 spiel away. I think, but but really, it's so necessary to put in their path this excellent literature that's also fulfilling. So so what you're doing that now? What do you foresee? What are your goals for the future?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, the website itself. We keep growing it and adding new things all the time, which is super exciting. Not just new authors, but um, new things that we're offering the families. So, um, for instance, I'll just tell about a few things. We, um, we have a blog, and we write, we're having articles for teens with, like, questions they might have about things, or, and for adults, the parents and so forth, the guardians. Um, we have a monthly newsletter where we share about all the new releases or sales information. And each month we have a little giveaway. Uh, so if you answer a question, your name goes into a drawing and we give away one of our books. Um, and on the site, we have we started um, a themed book pack. So, for instance, um, there's a theme of like uh, I can't even think of one off the top of my head. But we have about five of them. They're on there. And so, like, discernment. And so there we have about five books in that book pack, all with that theme, which works really well for schools or, you know, anybody could order them. But we kind of thought about it for um, schools and libraries. Uh, then we also have book clubs in a box. So if uh, families want to start a little book club either within their family or in their homeschool group or just with their friends. We can uh, provide books, and we have some other fun little things we put in there, questions, ideas for food and things like that. Uh, We created a really beautiful catalog that we now have that is great to give to schools or even bookstores, and all the information is on there for ordering Um, And so it is a good place if you have a great bookstore or uh, your school library or something, and you just want to have them order a few books, this is a great resource for that. Let's see. Um, All the books have discussion questions in them, but a few of them have an even more in-depth study guide uh, for homeschooling. works really great. Uh, And um, another thing we have, because you mentioned not only for homeschooling but for anyone We have a content guidelines for each of the books because we found, you know, kids are and families are in such different um, places uh, that, you know, something that might be of an interest to one or a need in one family might not be right for another. And um, so we have a lot of content in there guidelines. And so that you can look up exactly what you want. I want something about chastity or something, you know, Um, and then that, We have them for age groups, for middle school, like I said, all the way up to college. So we try to really just, like, help everybody. Uh, And then we also have three anthologies that we've worked on. And these are, like, short story collections that are really cool because it gives uh, readers just a little taste of different authors. So they are either seven or eight authors that write a little story, and it's always in their genre. So... Uh, so, for instance, the newest one we have is on St. Patrick theme. And so it starts actually in St. Patrick's time with the, Teresa Linden write this cruel story about him. And, and there's a relic that passes on through each story, and it goes through time. We each chose a different uh, time period to write from. And the last story, uh, Corinna Turner wrote, and it's a dystopian future story. So it's really cool to see. So you get a little bit of, like, interest and um, information about what relics are, but each one with a cool little story. Some have more romance in them, a lot of um, And this one particularly are historic fiction, but there's some com- contemporary too. So, so we just keep trying to think of new fun things to do uh, to keep it, people engaged and to have more to offer them all the time.
0: So, what kind of reception have you received since you launched CatholicTeenBooks.com?
1: Oh, great. It's been really great. Uh, we hear a lot from teens and parents and teachers who are really thankful for our books and for what we're doing. Um, the hardest struggle is spreading the news, you know, trying to share about that. Um, we use some social media, but now we're trying to get to some. More events and so forth. In fact, I have one coming up in December in Dallas uh, that I'll be sharing the books at, and um, and we're starting our own. At the moment, the books are just on the site, and then they have uh, purchase links. But we're actually setting up our own bookstore so that you can just purchase them right there on our site. Uh, so you know, we're always trying to think of ways to make life easier because we, most of us, are parents ourselves and understand. Um, how time-consuming everything is (laughs) so
0: so tell me what what do your kids think of what you're doing now I'm curious because you know some are like oh man mom why are you doing that you know but I I don't I doubt that would be the case with you but I'm curious now what 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 kind of reception maybe all of the authors you in particular have gotten from your own children about this
1: Oh, that's sweet. Um, Well, my kids are older now. My youngest is um, a senior in college. So I started when they were much younger, and I actually, nobody in my family knew I was working on my first book because I just wasn't sure if it would be any good and so forth. So I was kind of writing in secret (laughs) for a while. But um, they've been great. They really enjoy it. And my daughter now is an editor, so she has become my main editor, in fact. Um, and they, and my oldest son has had a marketing degree. So he often gives me ideas and so forth. And, um, oh, there's a funny story. My youngest one, he, there's a scene in my first book about, uh, which is about a snowboarder and it's a mystery and adventure. And there's this crazy scene that I have his hands, you know, kind of tied behind his back and he has to like reach for his phone. And, and my publisher, she was, didn't think that it was possible that he could reach his phone with his hands like that. So I was telling my youngest son, and he came home from high school one day, and he's like, well, let's try it out. So so he actually, like, tried it out um, to see if it would work. But then right then my daughter and her friend came, and they saw this going on, and, you know, it was kind of a little embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> for me. But we were able to prove it worked, and it made it into the book. So, so he's kind of been—I call him my like stunt coordinator because he like <laughs> helps me <laughs> with those kinds of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just glad it was your daughter and
0: a friend, and not, not some public official. Somehow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, might have a
1: different ending to that story. <laughs> but, um, but I know some of our authors have some younger uh, teens. Uh, you know, T.M. Gowett's, uh, children love to read all the different um, books and so forth. So, you know, it's really neat. And now we've become such good friends. And we're all over. All the authors are all over the United States. In fact, Corinna Turner's in England, so all over the world, I guess. Um, nice. But we've become so close. Some of us have met in person. But, you know, you just have this bond because we have um, – we're like-minded, and we have the same values, and it's really neat. And I'm sure you know that when meeting many of the authors, too. It's a special bond, yeah. I, I would imagine
0: that, judging from my own my own experience with writing and books and things and working with kids, what I've seen a lot of is parents who want their kids to know the faith, but they don't know it themselves – Mm-hmm. very well. And I can imagine that these books might be a great help in uh, proverbial saying, killing two birds with one stone. So so if a, a parent is not sure they know their faith very well, they want good stuff for their kids to read, perhaps if, and maybe you've even had some come back to you with this experience, perhaps if they read these books with their teens, and and they will learn along with their teens about the Catholic faith because my understanding is that the faith is is woven into the stories, if I, if I've got you right, in, in a very subtle non hmm, non preachy like you said, but non threatening kind of way. So it's not like we're batting the kids over the head with catechism. It's it's gently. And I've read some of that the the fiction of the the various authors, and I I think it's amazing what you do in how you, you're teaching and yet not teaching, because it's so entertaining, you don't even realize. So have you, have you had that experience with any parents? Have you heard anything like that?
1: Uh, yeah, we have, and especially we've found that um, we've heard back from parents who they feel like it's a great way to open a dialogue with teens about different subjects, whether it's a social issue or, Or something they, you know, because it's, you know how it it was, at least for me, it was difficult to try to talk to your kids about certain topics. Uh, They would shut down and so forth. But when you're doing it through a fictional character, so Mm -hmm. often if you read the book together or if you read it and then hand it on to them and you can bring up these subject matters and it's a lot less threatening and they're able to open up and discuss these situations through a character it's a really great way to deal with some of the issues, and yeah, some of our books, you know, they're a lot. Some are light, more lighthearted. Others delve into some um, trickier things. Uh, like I said, Susan's have um, are about saints, so you can certainly learn about those. But I, I've learned a lot. Um, in fact, I was a, I was a convert, and so still growing in my faith. But I've actually learned through some of the books and so forth about some of the. Uh, parts of the faith, which is such a great thing. We're always learning and it's neat to be able to do that with your family. You know, it's, it's a neat way. And I do, I love the when I hear parents and they read it together or like I said, read it and then they share it with um, their mom or the mom shared it with their daughter or whatever. Uh, it's really neat. And you get some great feedback from them.
0: Well, you know that the the title of my podcast is simply holy so i ask i ask every guest how what they do what they write or or in some cases sing or what you know whatever their their trade is how that might help others to strive for holiness so so can you give some examples and you can can you tell us how catholic fiction might help good Catholic fiction might help teens strive for holiness.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and my books particularly, since I'll just talk about my own, um, I try to write about characters who have a faith. Sometimes they've kind of drifted away or it's not too strong and they come back to it uh, becomes, it come, becomes important again in their lives. And I always have some kind of uh, theme such as um, using your gifts and talents for God to help others, which is something we can all think about, whether it's just a simple thing. We can all do something to um, be helping others in this life. Or kind of finding who God wants you to be, which um, is often a great way if you are doing something, again, for others that are less fortunate than you. You kind of know, figure out who's, who God is calling you to be. Um, having a faith to answer a call from God is a theme I've had, and keeping God at the center of your life. Um like I said, the teens in my series, they all have a faith and they'll pray, but when things get tough, they you know, turn to their faith and are able to deepen it, which I just feel like that is something we all can do in our lives. Sometimes it takes us a while to get there, uh, just like the characters, but it's a good thing. To have, and that is the most important thing we have in our lives, I believe.
0: Can you mm-hmm. share some of the titles of some of the books, your own, and some of the other authors, and give just an example, perhaps, of just a smattering of the kinds of books that that we'll find when we go to CatholicTeenBooks.com.
1: Oh, sure. There's so many. So I apologize to those authors I miss. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, like I said, it's like
0: the Academy Awards and I want to thank <laughs>
1: <want> <laughs> exactly I'll try to cover a bunch of different genres So, like I said, mine I've always loved mysteries so all mine have mystery and some little light romance and so forth so the perfect blind side and extreme blind side are two of mine um, Corinna Turner writes these incredible dystopian stories um, I am Marker I Am Margaret is one of her series, but her newer one that is called Unsparked, which I think is so cool. It is dystopian, so it's in the future, but it's about a time when dinosaurs once again roam the earth. So And yeah, it has these cool Catholic themes in it. It's such a fun, fun story. Um, I love Amanda Lauer's um, Heaven Intended series, Romance, Romance. Um, in the set in the Civil War time, uh, so those are really cool. Uh, T.M. Gowett has some great um, contemporary stories. One about a starlet, you know, so who's um, comes to live with a very devout family. So their values are really out there and different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony Kolank has a great series of historic fiction, um, the Hardwood Mysteries for. Um, younger middle grade kids, um, and Andrea Rogers, her she's a neat series, kind of a, almost a uh, time y type of thing going on. Uh, that they they it's the, for middle grade, and they have to go help save national monuments, and so you're learning a little bit about history and so forth. Uh, so yeah, there's just so many great ones, and I think families would find a lot that they would enjoy. That's why I like so much about the site because not everybody has the same taste in books. So we just have so many you can choose from so that you can find what fits you.
0: Is there anything else that maybe I didn't think to ask You you? You know, your work better than just about anybody than anybody. So what, what do you really want the listener to know about what you do at Catholic teen huh.
1: Well, just that we, um, I think that the books are really enjoyable. Not only will you, the kids learn something and hopefully strengthen their faith, but they are great stories and fun stories. And, um, and we're just hoping if you spend a lot of time there and interacting, you might be able to, you know, find some new friends, too, through <laughs> the books with your characters and so forth. Um, but, and if you, and like I said, we have these um, book club ideas. And what a great way to, you know, find some friends with their same values. If you're able to, you know, have something to discuss. Sometimes kids aren't sure how to um some people that seem like they might be a fun friend or a, someone with your same values, but it's hard to know what to do with them. Um, starting a little book club is a great way to do that.
0: What What's an easy way to start a book club? If you've never done it before and, and we've got a listener hearing you say that and they're thinking, well, okay, I don't know the first thing about starting a book club. What do you do? How do you start a book club?
1: Well, like we said, we – made these book club packs, which are super easy because it gives you the discussion, gives you some ideas on, you know, themes and so forth, and we provide the books. And, um, and so you, and if you want ahead of time, um, the authors are happy to answer some questions and so forth. But if you have a book, I always found with book clubs, I love them because um, you have something to talk about right away. So if you had read the book and you come, you have this conversation already set. You don't have to try to think of things to say to one another. You can, you know, follow the questions in the book, and that just starts a conversation.
0: And, and do you just, where would you look for other people to join your book club? I mean, do you just, I, I, I don't know that you'd go knocking door to door in the neighborhood. So, so are <laughs> you looking at, at, do you look at, at your parish? Do you look at school, yeah. all of the above?
1: I'd say all the above. I think like youth groups would be a great way to do it. Um, and, you know, maybe if parents are um, can help you with some of friends of theirs, you know, their kids, so forth. Um, yeah, that is always a tricky thing. But just kind of trying to figure out who um, also likes to read, of course, <laughs> is, mm-hmm. the, is a key. Mm-hmm. Very But families can, cool. you know, you can do it within your own family, too. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah, we've we've we
0: did some of that when the kids were were younger, we would read aloud a book. In fact, that was our tradition every single night before bed, oh, read aloud and and then talk about it a little bit and then say night prayers and Everybody into bed. So I I, I guess that it was really kind of a a book club. Never thought of it that way. Yeah.
1: uh, And the anthologies work really well with that because everybody could, like, read it and then kind of talk about which was their favorite story and why. and So so that's kind of a neat little way to do it, too. So
0: where can our listeners find you? Now, we mentioned catholicteenbooks.com. Don't forget mm-hmm. that, folks. Catholicteenbooks.com. Soon as you finish listening to this podcast, your homework, please, <laughs> is to go to Catholicteenbooks.com mm-hmm. and look through it and and share that resource. But where where can we find you, Leslie?
1: Sure, I have my own website too. It's lesliewall.com. and my name spelled a little different. You probably have it on there. Um, but on our on the Catholic Teen Books site it lists all the authors and uh, links to all our personal websites too. So you can get there through there. And um, we're also on um, different social media platforms. Like if you're on MeWe, Twitter, or Pinterest, you can find us at Catholic Teen Books. Um, Facebook and Instagram, we're still Books for Catholic Teens. You can find us that way. Um, Yeah, so I just hope they – you know, look for all these great things, all these great books, because it is a tough, tough uh, thing to find. And like I said, on my website, every month I um, read and review three different books in different genres, uh, not just Catholic books, but Christian books, too, uh, lots of wide variety of authors. But I just am always trying to share these with families because I just remember the struggle And it gets worse and worse. I mean, the kids are, especially teens, are bombarded with secular messages through TV, movies, music, social media. So it's kind of nice to have uh, some ideas of some more wholesome entertainment that is fun and interesting, but good values.
0: Now, now, a little time management question, because I'm, I'm watching the minutes add up as you list all of the different things that you're doing, and I'm thinking, how in the world does this woman do this? How do, you, how do you accomplish all this? Because you've got your own books, then you've got Catholic teen books, and I know from my own experience, keeping up social media can be an adventure in and of itself. How in the world do you do it all?
1: Yeah. not very well, feels like some days. <laughs> no, I, I really try to I think my time is in thirds. So I try to write um, third of the time, market and read because, I, like I said, doing all these reviews takes a lot of time with reading. Um, but the, I think the reading also helps with my writing because I see how different authors do different things. And uh, that is a, helpful to me, too. Um, it's, it's been easier now that uh, my kids are older and not here um, so much because I remember when I first started writing, I'd have to be jotting notes down and writing like, well, you know, they were at practice, you know, soccer <laughs> practice or something. So so uh, time has gotten a um, little bit more tailored for me uh, right now, which is great. And so it works well that I'm able to delve into this joint site -hmm. At the moment. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, would you would you share with us your Instagram handle because I think it is really way cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, it's been a fun one. I was trying to um, think of something besides just my name that worked um, well. So it's ministry through mystery. I love that. (laughs) And that's actually you can get to my website that way too. Nice. As well. Nice.
0: Yeah, that caught my eye, and I—that was before I even knew you. I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute! I got to connect with this woman. This is very cool.
1: <laughs> I think it's very,
0: very original. But I think it says it all. It's exactly what you do. I think it well, well done. Well, well chosen. Oh, good. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> so, Leslie, I so appreciate the time that you've taken, and. The, you know, the background of this interview, of course, the the listener doesn't know, but it took us a, a few tries <laughs> to be able to connect because the the technology gremlins were in full force today. So we are, I am, grateful to you for hanging in there with me. And uh, we're all grateful. I'm sure my listeners are grateful that we were able to connect and get this recorded and that we can learn more about what you do at catholicteenbooks.com. So my best to you always and all of your amazing authors. And please, please keep on doing what you're doing and be assured of my prayers.
1: Oh, well, thank you. And thank you for this because this gives us a platform, so many different authors and writers and Catholic um, people out there. You, your podcast helps so much for all of us.
0: Good glad to do it. That's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. So folks, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to know more about me, please go to margefenelin.com. I've got my books there, my blog. You can find out how to book me for a speaking engagement. You can find out where to follow me on social media. It's all there at Marchfenland.com And remember until next time that the only thing stopping you from becoming holy is the excuse you make for not pursuing it. God bless you.